This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with our water guy, Steve Baker. Steve, um, there's, of course, a lot of concerns about our third year of drought, but I think there might be some positive news. Uh, Tell us about uh, Lake Tahoe, and particularly if you're in the Washoe Tribe. Washoe Tribe is probably very happy right now. 100,000 Lahontan cutthroat trout are returning to Lake Tahoe. That's the message that I got, that I received. The uh, Lahanta uh, National Fish Hatchery Complex in Gardnerville, Nevada, they started stocking these fish in Lake Tahoe on June 1st. It's supposed to continue all summer long. And best of all, to all you fishermen out there, it's all catchable. Okay. This action uh, happened because of a huge cooperation between the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services through California Department of Fish and Wildlife, through the Washu Tribe of, of Nevada and California, the uh, Nevada Department of Wildlife, USDA Forest Service, Lake Tahoe Basin Area, and of course the Lake Regional or the Tahoe Regional Planning Agency. A lot of agencies working together. Very impressive. Now, 20% of this 100,000 fish, 20% of them are going to be tagged. All right. And the reason for that is the biologists are wanting to study how successful this effort's been with respect to the growth of these fish, their survival, and also how they distributed themselves across the lake. So, uh, hey, fishermen, you are very responsible, <laughs> a responsible party on this one because you're the ones reporting all any tag fish that you catch. And, uh, the, and uh, you can read further in the union and other places as to who you would call. It's probably on your, on your fishing license as well. Well, that's uh, kind of ironic news in a way because, you know, you have to say that duck hunters are very responsible for the preservation of migratory waterfowl. That's true. Well, you know, in, with fish, a lot of times you throw them back. <laughs> so it cuts both ways. Well, what about the uh, Van Norden Meadow? I've heard some things that are good about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as you probably already know, uh, California had over 10,000 Sierra Nevada meadows that unfortunately in the last 100 years or so have been adversely impacted. Okay, Impacted by roads that we've put in, overuse, whether, whether it be recreational or otherwise, uh, developments, uh, wildfires, all those things. Well, Circle, what, South Yuba River uh, Citizens League? They recently were awarded $3.7 million from the Wildlife Conservation Board's uh, Forest Conservation Grant Program. That is excellent. They will be completing, Circle, will be completing the first phase of this effort. Now, the Van Norden Meadows, the first, first area to work on, it's 485 acres in size. I, most of us know it. Whenever you're popping over the divide, you see Castle Peak off your left shoulder. Okay, at the base of that, where the meadows are, um, are around that, that is where uh, the work will be focused on. This work uh, will be probably finishing up in October and then restarting again next summer. The weather does get in the way. Now, after that, Alicia Wiseman at Circle's uh, River Science Pro- Program Manager, she says that there will be follow-up recreational actions uh, going on uh, once they finish this first phase. So I want to send out a congratulations to Circle. Well done. Job well done. But we are in a drought. and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we really have to suffer? Is, is there things we can do? What kind of choices do we have? Well, we, we do have choices, Paul. Uh, the little things really mean the big things. So let's take 
you know, for example, daily hygiene activities, especially let's focus on showers. Okay. Unfortunately, I like long showers and I'm really not doing it quite so much anymore. What's the right length of time for a California drought shower? That's the big question we're asking ourselves here in California. Well, one of the easiest ways to save uh, just a few gallons a day is your shower. So it's, it's important to take a look at it. The national average, believe it or not, to take a shower is eight minutes. All right. So compare that with how long you're, you're sitting in the shower taking a, <laughs> taking a shower. But also, and my dad grew up, he was, he was in the Navy in World War II, and he, we grew up this way, although I got away from it a bit. But the Navy showers, you water, water goes on, 30 seconds. Turn it off. You lather up. Turn it back on. You rinse for a minute and you're done. Okay. So that may be uh, uh, a method that some of the families out there want to want to use. Uh, I got to tell you, it's not my method. <laughs> okay. California is an easier way to go is California selling uh, shower heads, 1.8 gallon per minute shower heads, not the 2.5 ones. And certainly not the five-gallon or five-gallon per minute ones that were uh, uh, sold probably 20 years ago. I think uh, maybe a, a good way to look at our current water situation is through a family project. Um, well, yeah, t- and it's tell funny, us about that. Funny you say that because Dale Hunter, he's a very respected African American water expert in Sacramento. He said recently, you know, look at your usage and then make make it a family project. Okay, that's a really good way to look at it. And he went on to say that you got to stay informed because water conservation, in order to be effective, it, it's got to be a local issue, like the family size, but also your community at large. So, you know, we can apply his good wisdom right here where we live. And that's what I'm suggesting to everybody. You can look at your grass watering as well as your showers. We talked about showers. You can look at the washing machine and how, you know, just make sure the loads are full before you turn that uh, water on. And likewise with dishwashing. And take the, take the most efficient ways uh, to, to wash your, your dishes. So every place has uh, different ways of being informed and different ways of doing things. So choose your own. Make it a, make, make it a family practice. The bottom line is it all adds up, doesn't it? It definitely does. Steve, thank you so much. You bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.